How do we make sense of our stories? You know, those stories, the ones that hurt us, the ones that ultimately become the stories that heal. And how are other people's responses part of that process? You're listening to Frau Amy's World, episode number five. This podcast presents conversation with and for real-life creatives on how we find and keep walking our unique paths. I'm your host, Amy Hallberg. Today, I pull back the curtain on the first story in my true-life novel, German Awakening, Tales from an American Life. So what's my relationship with this story, even today? You're about to find out. My mother always told me not to go around reading, or I would learn something. That's how I learned about subtext. Our eyes would meet in secret rebellion, her brows arched with a hint of a smile, head tipped just so. We repeated this private ritual every time I mentioned something I'd read. What did I tell you about reading, Mom demanded, as if arming her look-alike daughter with an unspoken challenge. Educate yourself. She herself read slowly, deliberately. She needed silence to make the connection between letters and words. Mom spoke of long nights as a child, practicing spelling lists how her own mom promised to buy her a puzzle for any perfect spelling test. Grandma told perfect strangers that her older two daughters were smart, but Katie, my mom, was the pretty one. I heard this story from both my aunts and my mom. In mom's version, she only ever got three puzzles in all that time. I suspect she worked hardest for the other reward. After they finished studying, Mom and Grandma would nestle in a chair and recite poetry by lamplight. Mom's story always ended with the same proclamation, but you're like my sisters. You're good at language. She would beam, relieved I'd escaped her curse. As a tiny girl, you sat in shopping carts and read the labels aloud. I don't remember that part. I recall the jigsaw puzzles how mom taught me to recognize edges and fill in the picture from there. Hovering over the pieces, we recited poetry too. So I've been thinking about this, how other people's stories provide inspiration for our own, but it was never easy for my mom to listen to this first story. It's, it's made her incredibly uncomfortable, and I really didn't understand it until you unpack. There's always layers to these stories. So for my mom, yeah, she remembered her mom telling her poetry, but she also remembers that it didn't happen very often. And all that studying, all that learning something she wasn't even good at, that she tried so hard at, that was painful. And even though there's victory in those stories, there's always that edge There's always that edge, and we can shift them, and we work through our stories. Nobody can redeem a painful story for somebody else, even when we do take inspiration from other people's stories. And so that becomes a place where we have to breathe into it, and we have to feel it, and we have to move through it. I really hadn't thought about this, except that this week I wrote The Reader's Guide, 
And and I, I kind of envision it actually as also a writer's guide. As I said, my stories as access point for people to enter their own stories and explore what's there on the surface and ever-deepening levels. And the funny and beautiful and great and sometimes tragic but also victorious thing about life is that those things we thought we had overcome come back around at new levels for us to take them on and keep going and keep learning and keep growing more fully into ourselves. How fabulous is that? And yet, it's really beautiful to say after the process is complete. I've read this story, I've revised it, and every single time that I work through it, there are certain stories that have sticking points for me. There are chapters in this book that I spent a half an hour staring at my screen thinking, where is there a single question worth asking? There's so much here, I don't know what to do with it. And bear in mind, I was a German teacher. I was a language teacher for 20 and a half years. They paid me for this. And I taught German literature to people who barely knew German. So I was good at writing questions about other people's stories. But when it came to my own stories, oh, there are levels, and there are levels, and there are levels. And then to share those stories with someone else, and I don't get to moderate how they receive those stories, right? Once those stories are out there, they're not mine to control. They go the way they want to. I can spin them. I can reframe them. I can tell them from my perspective. But people are always going to take it in the direction that reflects their mindset, their experience, their path. If things go well, then maybe I've helped them to rethink things, but they're still never going to have the same experience I do. That's the beauty of human experience, right? And yet we all have these common elements where we can connect. So that's the magic of story. And I'm really proud to tell you I did do this writer's guide, this reader's guide, this story guide. I'm looking forward to sharing it with book clubs. I'm looking forward to talking about the intersections between my stories and other people's stories. I love that part. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't think I'm going to read this book through again from beginning to end for a good long time. I've gotten really close to it. And this book came in, you know how sometimes we gather up all the things to protect ourselves? Like like putting on a bunch of sweaters. I wrote it and all these things happened. And while I was writing this German story about my childhood and my German path, my life kept happening. And people I loved passed on and more life happened. I actually wrote two books all wrapped up into one. And that that kept me guarded while I wasn't ready for everybody else to receive this story. And it kept everybody else at bay. So I understand why it was hard for my mom that I took inspiration from her story. And in fact, her story is the genesis of mine. Want to know a secret about this reader's guide, this writer's guide? I didn't do it alone, you know. My friend Elizabeth sat down and brainstormed themes with me. Some of my readers got on the phone with me and talked with me about how they received my story. And then I went chapter by chapter and took one quote and two questions per chapter. My beautiful coaching friend, Sadia, went through those questions with me and pared them down. My former mentor and assistant principal, Barbara, went through and told me, here are some questions I think you're missing. And another friend, Barbara, a mystery writer, went through those questions with me and talked about what her book club would like. 
We all require mirrors. We all require that. Something to bear in mind. So maybe that's the point. Maybe getting to know our own stories better helps us to understand where other people have been. And that helps us first and foremost. And through that experience, we can be there for them in a way that's more empathetic, less judgmental, less seeing them as an object of a story we're telling, and more someone we really connect to, someone for whom we have deep compassion. We have compassion for them. We have compassion for ourselves. If you're going to go around reading, you're going to learn something. Thanks for visiting Frau Amy's World. Today's episode featured my true life novel, German Awakening, Tales from an American Life. If you enjoyed yourself and you're curious, you can purchase that book at the link below where you can also get that free readers and writers guide and you can subscribe to this podcast. Please and thank you for your support of my work. You can learn more about me at CourageousWordsmith.com. I'm Amy Hallberg and until we meet again, travel safely.